turns out Eminem is the main bad guy in Lord of the Rings. Who knew? What? I didn't Not know. Me. And my best friend and I used to have extended edition Lord of the Rings marathons <laughs> in high school. I guess he never really took off the helmet in the original trilogy. But uh, new new trailers for the new Lord of the Rings series on Amazon suggest that it is the real Slim Shady who why, is the real Sauron. Why do people think that? Uh, just they look kind of similar, I guess. The actor who looks like they're going to be playing Sauron. Like young Sauron? Yeah, young Sauron, which would be a pretty sick rapping name anyways. I mean, um, now someone's got to do it, all right? <laughs> yeah, I guess they're played by uh, Anson Boone. Don't even know who this actor is. But I'm going to look him up and see if he looks like Eminem. He's got, if you look up the pictures everyone's seeing from the trailer, yes. he's got the bleach blonde hair. He looks a lot like Eminem. So I figured we would uh, do a little bit of a remix here and see how it sounds. It's uh, Eminem Lose Yourself, Lord of the Rings edition. Look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted. He sounds like he's an evil... Lord of the Rings in this. This is definitely checking out. Just let it slip. Let it if slip. Detroit were ever to make his a Lord of the Rings. Sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already. Just picture him on top of the red set. Just like the, the burning eye yes. of Eminem Sauron. Yes. Anyways, it's Hannah and Johnny, by the way. Oh, Good yeah. morning. Hi. I'm still a little bit bitter about going to Detroit on Saturday and not getting mom spaghetti. Yeah, you tried. Well, yeah. The line was just too long. We waited for like 20 minutes. It barely moved. So we were like, oh, yeah. we've got to go to the game. Abandon your mom's spaghetti. But um, other hashtag sports ball news in Detroit. Oh. The Detroit Pistons are changing their jerseys. Oh, they look awesome. Yeah, to the vintage teal with yeah. the horse on it. So the only reason I'd ever even seen this is because Kevin has, my fiance has one of these like vintage right. Detroit t-shirts with this old logo on it. It's like teal and kind of orange. And I guess they wore it from 1996 to 2001. Yeah, it's throwback and I think it looks sick. It looks so cool. I can't wait to see them yeah. shooting some hoops. <laughs> Do I sound like I know Oh sports? yeah. They're going to be getting those swooshes. Swooshes. Shooting some hoops. The layups. Whoop, whoop. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Hey, shout out to Shane, a.k.a. McDaddy, on the text line 1093.9. Says, I get in my car this morning. First thing I hear on the radio is a Lord of the Rings Lose Yourself mashup. Yeah. Thanks for starting my day the right way. You guys are awesome. Where else would you hear it but uh, right here on Virgin Radio yeah, Windsor? Of course. But well, we played that like dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm. This, though, has to be the greatest uh, Lord of the Rings song concerning hobbits. I feel like this is the best way to start your day. Like, you're going to go off on an adventure, Gandalf. This is the most beautiful. How dare you? What do you mean, how dare Talk I? Talk about the most iconic Lord of the Rings song. Uh huh. Well, you have a contender, I take it. Yes, I Better than do. this? Is this just like the Shire music, yeah, it's, Hobbit it's music? It's called Concerning Hobbits. Wait, listen to this part. I have a playlist of songs like this that I play in my headphones when okay. I go walking around. Is it full of joy? Yes. Uh-huh. But is it this okay. Lord of the what Rings song? What do you, you got? good taters. Oh, my God. What's taters, Brussels? It's tortoise, huh? Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. How dare you? Boil them, mash them, boil them, boil them, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, boil them, boil them, boil them. Potatoes, potatoes. 
and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. What is art? This is the topic of conversation. That's after- so meta. <laughs> Johnny uh, smoked some weed this it morning. It wasn't me. And no, I didn't. Slander. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. I'm only joking. He only <laughs> smokes after the show. Yeah, like a responsible adult. Yeah. Um, there's a, an art gallery in Sydney, Australia, with a brand new exhibit going on by Matthew Griffin. Okay. It's an artist who, I, I, they're claiming this is sculpture, but all he did was douse a McDonald's pickle and ketchup and whip it at the ceiling. <laughs> sticks to the ceiling there. I love this. It, the pickle stuck to the ceiling and is now drawing hundreds of people. The exhibition is called The Pickle. Oh, so. of course it is. Uh-huh. It's a commentary on capitalism, Johnny. <laughs> Can't you see that? <laughs> Clearly. Or is it all just like a joke to these people? Are they, do they literally want to see how far they can go? I guarantee you that this homeboy takes it very seriously. Yeah. I bet if you talk to him, he would be like one of those, you know, art high and mighty people who would be like, you just don't understand. Yeah, well, he talks about it like, you know, it, anything could be artwork. And it, it, it's going to mean different things to different people. And he's, but I think he is kind of like playful with it. There's a humor to it. You have to have a sense of humor if you're literally throwing pickles at the ceiling and being like, art, did it. Or like, like you said, the banana tape to the wall. You have to yeah. have a small sense of humor about that. For just sure. being like, look how wacky this is. But you know what? I would like to uh, make the pitch that my dad is a contemporary artist. Yeah. Because there is a story about him when he went to Western throwing green jello at the ceiling of the meal hall. And apparently yeah. it was still there like 10 years oh, later. There you go. So uh, that's art. And they <laughs> should a put a little around. plaque yeah, <laughs> over exactly. there. And text us at 1093.9. You have anyone in your life who you, you could see being an artist because they do things like this. Remember how. Actually, we could do it with the ceiling tiles in here. You throw, like, a pencil or pen up and try to stick it into the ceiling panels. Yeah, but the ceiling tiles here are full of asbestos. Well, yeah, you don't want that dropping down and us breathing that in. But we used to launch the pencils up into the ceiling with uh, elastic bands in school. See what we got on the phone. 519-792-6040. You've got an artist in your life? Um, my three-year-old, oh, yeah. she's rode on the carpet with permanent marker. <laughs> um, she has pulled paint off of a couple of our walls nice. in our house. And just the other day, she found the scissors and decided to chop her hair off. Well, yep. She's ready for the art scene then. And a hairdresser. <laughs> avant-garde haircut going a on. A triple threat. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. In the morning. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's almost like getting yelled at by the Queen's guard is a new trend for 2022. <laughs> it's like we all forgot how to behave. Seriously. In public. You know um, those guards are going to get you. It's no. Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. You have to hear what happened with this tourist. Uh, she was trying to take a picture with the horse. And then obviously the Queen's guard with the big black fuzzy hat, you know, red jacket. He's sitting there on the horse. Yeah. Guarding, doing his job. And it appears what has happened in this instance is the woman in question, she's like not only touching the horse, but she actually... Uh, started kind of grabbing at the horse's um, the reins. reins. Yeah. And uh, this is what the Queen's, Queen's guard had to say. attacks my step mom. Step back, my boy's not gone! Not cut the reins! 
And Whoa. so the first time hearing this, I genuinely thought he said, don't touch Lorraine, as in that was the horse's name, Lorraine. Don't you touch my dear sweet Lorraine. <laughs> exactly. Wow. But he was saying, don't touch the reins, right? Don't touch the reins. Um, what he specifically said, a British person has translated because sometimes it is a little difficult. <laughs> yeah, of course. He said, stand back from the Queen's lifeguard. Don't touch the reins. And the woman obviously jumps and scurries away. But the craziest thing about this is the person who posted this, uh, they put it on TikTok. And they said, Queen's guard verbally attacks my stepmom. And the caption says, we will never return to London after this incident. Yeah, I saw they also added he was a rather angry little man. Yeah, that what was a that was a comment, happening? a comment underneath of the video. Um, yeah. But most people are on the side of the Queen's of Guard. Course. They're like, what are doing you doing their job? That is freaking ridiculous. To touch man. a horse like to touch a horse's reins while someone's on it. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't grab a steering wheel when someone's driving, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's a bad scene. Yeah, no kidding. People are saying, uh, it's okay, London doesn't really care if you come back or not. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Some more audio of a disappointed person on a trip to London here to do a similar thing. When I arrived in London, I was a shell of a man. Broken. You see, I had spent my entire life savings to go to London to see my beloved Buckingham Palace so I could see if I could make those soldiers laugh. Because of you, I was too tired to do anything funny. <laughs> what was that from? That's uh, I Think You Should Leave. Oh. Amazing sketch comedy show by Tim Robinson. That was Will Forte playing an old man who, because of a crying baby on a flight, was too tired to do anything funny. To, to, to make, make the, the guards, guards laugh. laugh. It turns out all you need to do to get a reaction out of them is go grab a horse. They will freak out on you. Go. 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 Let's go. On Windsor's new number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Have you ever been playing a board game with somebody and they got all upset and flipped the board and were like, no, I'm not playing this anymore. It's not fair. Uh, That sounds like something you would do. Me? No, I don't play board games in the first place. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. It sounds like it's bringing up some traumatizing memories for you. Well, it would be a lot worse if it happened to be a robot who got upset during the middle of a game. A robot flipped a board game? I thought they were supposed to be, like, uh, unemotional. (laughs) Well, here, you you tell me what you think happened here. A chess robot broke the finger of its seven-year-old opponent at a chess tournament in Russia. Was it losing? Is that why? Well, it sounds like the kid might have been going a bit too fast for the robot. One of my favorite things about this, though, is the statement from the president of Moscow's Chess Federation who says, this, of course, is bad. Oh. Yes, very much so. So I guess what they're saying... In Soviet Russia, (laughs) chess breaks you. Oh, my God. Like, actually, what the hell is happening in Russia just always? Uh, But this seven-year-old kid's finger was fully broken by this chess-playing robot. They think what happened was the robot got confused by the very fast moves that were played by this kid. Uh, So I don't know if the kid is reaching for a piece and the robot still wasn't done or it thought it was its turn and then it reaches and grabs the finger instead of the chess piece and ended up breaking the little kid's finger, which... (laughs) 
I don't know. It, it's been doing a lot before this happened. It's been rented by a bunch of different places. It's been in exhibits, and it's this, I guess, famous chess-playing robot. And this is the first time it's broken somebody's Yeah. So what anything. do you do? What do you do with the robot after it breaks a kid's finger? Do you put it out to pasture? Do you, like... It's like a, just a software update, one would yeah, assume. Maybe. I don't know if you could trust it, though. I think you need to do something else. Like, they, they move this robot to an assembly line somewhere, and it's like, I used to be a famous chess player. I'm sure you did. Just do your job. You stupid robot. Right. Um, I I don't know. This is the thing I'm saying though. Every time these stories come up, like why are we doing so much with AI? Why are we building these robots? Oh, they've been having robot chess players, I feel like, since the 90s. Mm-hmm. And they're sick of it. Yeah. They don't want to play with us anymore. And they're taking it to the next level. Here's some audio of when this uh, moment happened. Night to H3. Is there a board game that you've played with friends or family that made you so mad that you wanted to start breaking some fingers? It's like that chess-playing robot in Russia. The seven-year-old. Yeah. Broken finger. I can't believe that. Uh huh. You've never been uh, in the heat of the moment while playing a board game and kind of felt like snapping some pinkies? See, maybe you'll learn this about me, but uh, I'm the worst person to play board games with. Uh-huh. Because you know those people who aren't competitive and they never take it seriously? Yeah. That's me. Oh, Like, yeah. I don't care. I really don't care. Do whatever you me want. Too. Cheat, whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I kind of, I've always been that way, too. Like we go on. Some people take it so serious. Like that really could uh, bug some people yeah. if you're not like. Oh, uh, we've had moments where you know my buddies and I would be playing poker or whatever. We tried to do some poker nights and <laughs> and I again don't take it seriously. Barely know how to play. Uh-huh. So I don't. I don't. I can't. I don't have a tell because I don't know if my cards are good or not. Right. I'm like, oh, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So when I'm acting like I've got crap and I don't know what I'm doing and then I end up like winning around with a head right. Out. Then they're all mad. They're like, what are you doing? Man, yes. like this isn't—it's not fair because you don't know what you're doing. I'm like, well, okay, I guess this money's mine now. Cool. Well, Great. I was warned not to play Risk uh-huh. with my fiance because apparently playing Risk with Kevin will end our relationship. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's bent on world domination and will he stop at nothing. Is super competitive, <laughs> and I'm not competitive at this board game. But hot take: best board game of all time. Uh-huh. Clue. Clue is a really fun I one. I love Clue. I loved Clue back in the day. Got a text at 10939 saying, uh, my favorite board game. I, Life was a good one. Here's the thing. I used to play Life as a kid and thought it was really fun, and then we bought it as adults. Yeah. It's not as fun when you're an adult anymore. Well, I, I stand by the fact that board games are called board games for a reason. Well, it's because you can't afford all of these things that the game of life says you can afford, well, and you're not at these points in your life yeah. yet, and it's kind of like sad as an well, adult to play the game of life it's malarkey it's like oh my gosh a tutor home for two hundred thousand oh, dollars <laughs> someone just texted no one can get mad while playing this game do you remember trouble the pop-o-matic dice roller what are you guys doing getting into trouble Oh my god. Everyone the commercial might have been the best trouble, part. I always get trouble and sorry mixed up. Which one is sorry? Sorry, you know you boot someone out of the way and send right. them back to the front and then they say back to start. Yeah. Oh wait, there's the mom saying, "What are you guys doing?" What are you guys doing? Yeah, getting into trouble. Now here we go. 
Kenna and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. A cringe that hurts so good. He broke up with me. While you were in the lingerie and trench coat. It's Toxic Tuesdays. 93.9 Virgin Radio. So most of the time, most of the time, if your friend says she doesn't like the guy you're dating or thinking about dating, it is because she wants what's best for you and you're probably out of his league. In other very specific situations, she could have ulterior motives to saying so, like this viral tweet that Johnny found. Yeah, you gotta watch your back. This is from Yugoki Fine on Twitter. Told a story to us. This cute guy was all over me and doing all he could to get my attention. But my bestie told me to ignore him because he's too proud and rude. Even though I told her how much I liked him, she made sure I didn't date him. Only for me to come back from vacation and they're dating. Yep. Oh, my God. It happens more often than you would think. People say they don't like someone and then they immediately turn around and they start hooking up. Mm -hmm. The shadiness of this specific topic is so relevant. Yeah. I hope you're seated. Oh, boy. I had a group of friends once where these two were dating, a guy and a girl. They were together for four years. They built a house together. And the guy was the worst, truly. Like, I didn't particularly (laughs) like him, but never really spoke up about it. Our other girlfriend would often say, break up with him, break up with him. He's not good to you. He doesn't respect women, you know, all these things. So eventually the girl dating him dumps him and moves out of province. The girl who told her to dump him started dating him and now lives in the house that the two of them built together with all of their furniture. Like, they built it from the ground up custom and she's living in this girl's house after saying, you should break up with him. Like, you're too good for him. Does... Does the girl code mean nothing to you people? And here's the thing. I was friends with both of these people mm-hmm. and we actually went out to visit said girl who dumped the guy after the long-term relationship. Right. The other friend was already hooking up with the guy and we went oh. out and saw her and like I wasn't allowed to say anything and so I knew she was hooking up with her ex and we were just like ignoring the whole thing. That is It was awful. a terrible situation and it made me end that friendship as well because I'm like, you would do this to her or to me. Yeah, oh. Like, I have Would no doubt. in there? She's got a harem of guys that she has split the girls off from. And the terrible thing about it is that she was like the nicest, kindest, friendliest one yeah. of the bunch. Ooh. And it's always those people well, you got to look out for. This is my question. Do you think from the beginning it was an evil mastermind plot to break them up? Or do you think she truly believed those things but then got drawn in by this guy's think, F-boy ways? I think she truly believed those things. Yeah. And then after the fact, she's like, well, he's changed. Yeah, he's not no. that. Bad. I don't know about that. Because you can't live with yourself if you do it the other way around. Yeah, I know. Right? You are a criminal mastermind. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Tuesdays bring out the toxic in people. Is that our fault? Does Windsor, Essex, Detroit, the surrounding area get more toxic on Tuesdays because of well, just, you, Hannah? Just because you know we're talking <laughs> about toxic stuff, yeah. maybe. It brings it up. Brings it's it like, out of um, people. We're sitting in a circle surrounded by candles, just summoning the toxicity <laughs> out of everyone. It's, it's definitely working. Yeah. Uh, we had mentioned a story about someone whose friend had 
pretty much convinced them not to go out with this guy. I was like, oh, no, he's rude. He's, he's not a good guy. Don't go for it. She goes on vacation, comes back. They're dating. Yeah, so, of course. And it happens more often than you yeah. think. Hannah had some stories. And now we have someone on the phone. They didn't want to share their name. 519-792-6040. And this isn't you know, specific to that situation. But, again, you want to share some toxicity. Let's hear it. Dating this guy. Um, got engaged. And so it was pretty serious. Yeah. Obviously. And then <laughs> yeah. basically what happened was... I answered, well, I called his phone because he was going to go to work. So I'm like, I'm going to call before work. And a woman answered his phone. Ooh. And I'm like, who are you? She's like, I'm his girlfriend. Who are you? And I said, uh, I'm his girlfriend. What are you talking about? I'm actually on saying. She goes, what? I wind up breaking up with him. Fast forward to all of a sudden I get a random text. Hey, this is so-and-so's brother. Oh. And I start getting the game that he's playing. You deserve better and i'm like i know where you're going with this and what you're getting you're kind of playing but okay i'm gonna i'll uh you know take it we'll go with this right okay. he knew what he Do wanted it. i knew what i wanted Do we it. both had a different motive basically <laughs> i wound up sleeping with his brother yes. i mean yeah you're not good it. to get revenge but at the same time i was still mad at him because it was like how dare you do that yeah. you know because we were like engaged and like really no he deserved it oh man all fair in love and war <laughs> this does i feel like this does kind of relate to what we were saying because the brother in that situation he was so quick to go behind the, his brother's the back the brother was probably like no man she's not good enough with for you, you got to dump her and then he's like hey you up better watch my back with uh, my fiance sammy if i'm not careful my brother could just come swooping in he's like oh, hey hey so you guys having trouble you okay radio more hit and johnny next and what's about to go up in here is the ultimate tug of war to decide who is truly the strongest between Hannah and I. So it, Hannah was excited for this. They've got the fire departments from here in Windsor and in Detroit doing a kind of across the river tug of war. Yeah, that's going to be going. I've on. never seen anything like that. It sounds uh-huh. really cool. However, Johnny wants to actually do this tug of war, and we were just talking earlier in the show about how. I'm not competitive and don't care to win anything. I want to see you give this your all. I brought the ropes out from my car. I've got them here. They're kind of thin, but it should do the trick. My question is, why do you have this sheer amount of ropes just in your car? Listen, mind your business. It's giving Ted Bundy. Don't worry about it. No, it's because of my canoe. I need stuff to fasten my canoe to my vehicle when I go canoeing. This so, rope does not look sufficient to fasten a canoe to a car. That's what this uh, strap is for, Hannah. Okay. I've got a strap here as well. Got so it. I'm going to attempt to pull you out of that room. Uh, if you manage to budge me at all, I'll consider it a win on your end. But are you ready? Let me let me get the get the vibes ready here to celebrate the opening ceremony of the Can-Am Games. Yes, unfortunately, yes. The I first am ready. annual Hannah and Johnny tug of war. This is going to be the you only ready? annual, the only Get your stance ready, Hannah. Ready. In your places. Wrap your rope. Three, two, one. Tug me. Yeah. Oh, spin of a fight. I'm losing circulation in my fingies. like to thank everyone who believed in me mm-hmm. and uh you know you put on you it was you were a tough competitor over there i tried i really did try i'm out of breath yeah. no there's uh it's not fair because you're like also three times my size well you know i figured you would do the kind of you know when mothers 
summon supernatural strength when they're protecting their babies. I am a cat mom now. See? I yeah. thought there would be something like that. But no, uh, definitely a good uh, a good outing. I've got the rope marks digging into my flesh from that oh, one. good. But that's all right, because that's the kind of thing I'm into. Get more Legally Blunt. Yes. Yes. I'm on Live on the radio. Hannah and Johnny. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 93.9 Version Radio.